Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Ella LeBain with us, renowned biblical scholar, ET experiencer, and longtime UFO researcher. She is a member of both MUFON Colorado and MUFON National, a Zechariah Sitchin protege. Ella interviewed the famed author in 1995 and then became a student in his international Bible study group with degrees in social sciences and biology from Ben-Gurion University in Israel. Ella experienced a number of close encounters with extraterrestrial beings during her time in that country back in 1979. This inspired her to dig deeper into what has become a 40-plus year journey to research and discover the truth about UFOs, aliens, ET, gods, and angels. Ella, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, George. It's good to be here with you. You've been doing this for 40 years. What were you, one years old when you started? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm I'm uh, a senior now, so, yeah. I'm I, in my 60s. I met uh, Zachariah Sitchin uh, a couple years before he passed away, and uh, I had the honor, Ella, of giving him a award from the Conscious Life Expo. It was a Lifetime Achievement Award. And, uh, I saw that. That was were you wonderful. there? I called. No, I wasn't, but I saw it. I called him up oh. on stage. I called him up on stage, and uh, as we were giving him the award, I said to him because he was up there in age. I think he was about ninety years old at that time, and I said, mm -hmm. uh, "Zechariah, exactly how old are you?" And I said that in front of the crowd to be <laughs> funny, right? And then he looked at me and went, "That's very rude." <laughs> But we gave him the award, and we stayed friends. But uh, 
I love his work about the Anunnaki and all that, and uh, I'm sure you got into that in a big way with him. Yes, he he was a very kind man uh, and, you know, brilliant. Uh, and, um, you know, he, he was a great inspiration to me. So um, I learned a lot, uh, this and that, here and there, you know, um, trying to unravel this uh, grand mystery. Um, and I got to talk to him in... Uh, I interviewed him in 1995, um, and then I, I was able to uh, see him three times after that. He came to Colorado uh, and did lectures here. So, well, what a what a brilliant mind! He, and you know, he he, had, he, he interpreted yeah. these ancient tablets as uh, truly remarkable that the Anunnaki came from another planet in our solar system way out that's on a 3,600-year elliptical orbit to mm -hmm. mine for gold, to sprinkle it is gold dust in their atmosphere to protect their atmosphere. And, Isn't that amazing? Uh, and then whatever creatures were on this planet, they figured, we're not going to dig it. We need some help here. Let's genetically alter whatever creatures are on planet Earth and get the gold, and that's where we came. Well, yeah, I think that there's a lot to that story about our history. Um, but, you know, I think that um, it got a little misunderstood True. Um, when, True. when it was, you know, when it was out there, and people thought that he was saying that, um, that they created us from scratch, and this is what I have done, you know, like when it comes to research, um, it's like a baton race, you know, like somebody does their pioneering, which he has done. He carved out a whole field of research and, and then the baton gets passed to the next generation or, you know, the next uh, researcher to unpack more because nobody is perfect. And you can't let perfection be the enemy of the good. And um, so some of the things that he said about the creation of us got uh, misunderstood. So that is what sort of inspired me to take that baton and unpack it further. Yeah, I think a lot of people misunderstood Zechariah and believed that his theory of the Anunnaki meant that they were our gods exactly. and, and that there weren't any other gods or God. Exactly. Thank you, George, for understanding that. That is exactly my point. Because, you know, the story, and he even wrote this in, in his books, was that, um, that the Anunnaki came and, and then they implanted uh, Earth women. So that all of a sudden implies that that earth women human women were already on the planet before they came and did what i call a genetic manipulation right so um and you know i i also believe that the bible which is a historical record not just a religious book that um, Genesis 1-1, for instance, it starts off with, and the Spirit hovered over the waters of the earth. So that was after 
the first deluge, the first great flood, which was the sinking of uh, the civilizations of Atlantis and Lemuria. So, you know, human beings lived before that first flood. So the, the story of the Anunnaki comes after that first flood and before what we call Noah's flood, which happened a little later. And even in the Adam and Eve story, which in the book of Genesis is just a brief synopsis of what actually did happen. And, um, you know, there is the, the Apocrypha books, which is called the first and second books of Adam and Eve, which basically gives you the whole story. And it's a cosmic drama between uh, the Lord, uh, the serpent, uh, angels, Adam, and Eve, you know? That's so, true. So um, uh, Zachariah Sitchin called that, because of Adam and Eve, they called it the Evademic race, which I adopted, so I call it that in my books. Well, fascinating. Because, yeah, because they were sort of that prototype of, of humans. But, but here's the thing that, that, that I found was that they walked, it says they walked in the Garden of Eden with the Lord, and they had everything, okay? They, you know, they, they walked in their what I call glory bodies. Well, the Bible also calls it that, too. And, you know, other people call it light bodies. But they were firing on all 12 strands of DNA. And, and the, before they arrived, there was a galactic war, which is what caused the sinking of Atlantis. And the being who, now this is where Sitchin comes in, because he uncovered, he talked a lot about Marduk, okay, and, and Marduk, which is what, where we get the, why we call the planet Mars, Mars, it's after him. Mm-hmm. And he was the, the lord of Nibiru, and he was the lord of the Earth, and he was the lord of Mars. And, and I'm sure you know, you know the history about Mars and the Earth and how Mars used to be like Earth. Yep. And that's why there's so many similarities between us. Well, and Cairo means Mars, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and they have, you know, the, the Cydonia and Sidon is in Egypt and, in, and on Mars, and there's so many similarities. And we know that they went back and forth. And what's ironic to me is that now you have um, uh, the Artemis mission, which is their, you know, uh, NASA's mission to uh, establish a lunar base on, on the moon to launch rockets to Mars. And they want to occupy Mars. So back in the day, Mars used to be like Earth. And then they had to get off of Mars and they came to Earth. <laughs> so now it's the other way around. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. She's a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, My name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ella, tell us about some of your sightings that really spearheaded some of your research into the, the alien presence that uh, you believe is existing on this planet now. Yes. Um, well, um, so it kind of uh, started, I mean, I was always interested in, you know, angels and God and, and ETs, but not really UFOs. I wasn't really into that until I saw UF, I, I saw a spaceship come out of, um, well, in the desert in Israel in 1979, and I lived in the Negev, and there was, like, nothing around. I mean, it was like an hour's drive to get to the closest city. So it was just, like, pure desert, no lights. So in the 70s, I mean, we had um, satellites uh, uh, up in space, but not as many as we have now. And my girlfriend and I used to go out at night, and we used to say, we're going to watch the spaceships. But it was the stuff that was going on in the desert. It looked like they were coming and going and kicking up a lot of dust. 
And in Israel, they used to call them chamsins, which were sandstorms. And I always found it really odd that, you know, there wasn't a cloud in the sky, you know, it was like a bluebird sky, beautiful, sunny day, no wind, no weather. And then all of a sudden, everything's covered in dust. So I, I didn't figure this out until years later, but that's what I had experienced there. And then... Um, I had, um, I ended up living in Florida in, uh, Indian Rocks Beach, which is off the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And in April of 1995, you know, and every night we all used to go, my neighbors and I, to watch the sunsets. It's a thing now. You just go and watch the sunset. And the sun had gone down and it was a warm, balmy night. And I'm hearing something in the, in the water. And at first I thought it was, a pod of dolphins, because that's kind of common. And but then, it, then I started to see metallics, and I thought, whoa, you know, this can't be a submarine. They don't come this close to the. And and all of a sudden, it it was this disc-shaped silver ship that emerged out of the Gulf of Mexico. I was on the beach, and it was like about a hundred yards or maybe a little more away from me. And it just hovered over the ocean and uh, for about a minute and all the water was like foaming and it was just like, I guess it was trying to get itself clear of the water. And then it just shot up into the sky like in a New York second. Wow. And and I was just, I was gobsmacked. I was like my, I never seen anything like that. I was like, what? And there were no lights or anything. It was just silver and I was just seeing it from the lights from the beach because the sun was down and the stars were out. And I, I watched it like become like a star. Like it just like ended up that small. And then it looked like there was something like a portal or something opening up and it just disappeared. That was it. And I was just in shock, you know? And so I told a friend and then one thing led to another. And I had a friend that was, um, a member of MUFON in Florida, and he told me that Mu- that the local MUFON had gotten 350 calls that night because of other people that saw the same craft just from different angles. So I wasn't alone, um, but it, it was kind of a life-changing experience. So that's what got me down the UFO rabbit holes. And then I started, because at the time I was teaching these classes in Indian rock speech called ET's Aliens or Angels, and I was just trying to unpack what was going on, like in the Bible, like extraterrestrials were really, you know, the angels and extraterrestrials and biblical prophecy, and I was really focused on the beings, and when I saw that, it just changed a lot for me. You're an abductee since the age of two, aren't you? Yes. And that was another piece that, you know, I had to integrate and kind of heal and figure out. So it took me um, a long time to kind of understand what was going on and how to stop it. So Were you, these are things that we don't always choose. It's, it's like something that happens. I believe like it's like a pre-birth thing or, you know, it's part of this. Um, kingdom that we live in on this earth 
And and then I realized that I'm not alone, that, you know, uh, people all over the world have had very similar experiences. How often did you have these abductee cases happen to you? It started at two, but did you have many afterwards? Um, yes, it was pretty regular throughout my life. Um, uh, my my parents would talk about it because they would find me upside down in my crib with nosebleeds, oh, and they were geez. always kind of like it was a family stroll. We got to change the sheets again, you know. So it was because the bloody sheets, and you know, that's why I I, I never really needed to go under hypnosis to figure that out because it was always talked about in my immediate family. But then I started having like physical things like. Um, like I had this little BB thing in my, in my right nostril. I had something in the back of my neck, and I used to ask my mother, what is this? Where did this come from? And, you know, she didn't know anything. And yeah. then she died when I was six years old, and I kind of got shuffled about, you know, to a step family, so I'm <laughs> like a real-life Cinderella. My father married this uh, Jewish divorcee with three uh, daughters, so I... I inherited three stepsisters, and oh my goodness, I mean, the stuff that I went through there was was what, you know, I've learned is called anomalous trauma, which comes right. from the abduction experiences. So they would shapeshift into my stepsisters, into my stepmother, and, you know, and mainly grays is what I was seeing as a child. Is it, and, is it still ongoing, Ella, or has it oh, stopped? Oh, no, 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 I'm completely, um, you know, I had this near-death experience in 2010, and I saw Yeshua, and after that, I got healed of all of these, uh, you know, symptoms of the uh, alien abductions, the needle phobia, the sleep paralysis, the, the little BB that I had in my, it just disappeared. I had lifelong allergies, like, and they're all gone now. I, I was healed of all kinds of different conditions, and um, so that's what sort of put me on this track um, to do this book series because um, he told me, because I was, you know, studying all this stuff, and I was writing this book, the first book on the aliens, uh, and and it hadn't been published yet, and he told me that he wanted me to rewrite it with him in it. So I did. It's an amazing book, and it's it's hundreds of pages long, isn't it? Yes, um, they they all are. You know, I'm I'm a retired paralegal, so uh, I feel always feel like I have to prove things. You know. <laughs> Because it's like, it's very controversial. So I give a lot of, you know, I basically, I took my skill set and applied it to this um, area uh, to prove points, to connect dots. I make conclusions. I, I, I offer a lot of research so people could look stuff up for themselves and, you know, not just take my word for it. I give a lot of scripture. So... You know, I mean, everybody's um, looking to figure this out. So it's my contribution. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold Blooded, the Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.